Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on Boss Rush Games, our first live show of 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Derrigan. Alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. How's it going, everyone? He's playing Skater XL, everyone. Also yep. joining us is Colonel Panic himself, Mr. Joe Wilson. Hi. <laughs> what, what, what was that? Got a <laughs> new camera, new voice. I hit, I hit puberty over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted for Christmas and I got it. Nice. Wow. Did you get your two front teeth too? Oh gosh. No. <laughs> uh, still, thank you. still waiting. In that fourth chair, as always, Odin's Raven himself, Mr. Josh Finney. Hey guys. Wasn't too bad of a nickname this year. It's better than the one I gave you yesterday. It is better than the one you gave me yesterday. I don't remember the one I gave you yesterday. That's how I remember being disgruntled with them. You've been disgruntled about every nickname I've ever witnessed. You've been gifted. I'm a pretty disgruntled individual. No, he likes his favorite one is the mayor of the Deep Stone Crypt. So that one a lot. So, (laughs) uh, how's everyone doing? It's been a couple weeks. Very, very well. Thank you. I felt doing good. I felt naked last weekend. It, it, it's only been a week, right? But mm-hmm. it's, it's genuinely felt like a month since we've done this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it, my it old really age. It has been, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's only been two weeks. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, I split the last episode in half because it was almost three hours. So, uh, <laughs> you know, double the listens. Uh, so, yeah. but everybody have a good holiday. Good Christmas. Good Hanukkah. Uh, yeah. Not to sound it, semi-racist, but I don't, think, I don't think anybody here celebrates Kwanzaa. I think we're all pretty, uh, you know, pasty. It's fine. Hey, I'll celebrate anything. <laughs> yeah, well. That's how I live my life. I'll celebrate it. Whatever you want to celebrate, I'll celebrate it. But I, yeah, I like. I I had a pretty good. You know, mine was pretty chill. For the most part, just a lot of spending time with family and honestly just staying off of uh, social media is basically, it was kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> like just not really worrying about anything else other than just focusing on doing stuff with family and all that. Yeah. And just being in Upper Michigan and enjoying the, you know, that it actually looked like Christmas right before Christmas because like I was, you know, for sure we weren't going to get any snow this year because it's just been so mild mm-hmm. it's but been that, it's been that kind of year hmm. yeah but guess what guys the browns the browns highlight of my of my vacation slash long weekend slash holiday the browns going to the playoffs for the first time since it's 2002 it's 2002, guys. 2002. You know how old I was in 2002? I don't. I was in 10th grade. How old are you in 10th grade? 15? 14? 13? 14? Something like that? Josh, then you informed me that you were in 4th grade, and then I just felt really old then. So I was. Corey, that was the year after 9-11. I was in the 4th grade. It's true. It's true. I, yeah. Mm. 
Mm. Oh, wow, that was a long time ago. I know. 18 years ago. And to ago, answer your pre-show questions, the Dolphins, uh, the Dolphins are the team that missed out. Ah, well. Unfortunately. From Ace Ventura? Yeah. Yes, God, that it. Dolphins team. God Dan- Finkel. <laughs> Finkel is I know. Oh. Dan Spoiler. Marino was out, had COVID. <laughs> Isotoner gloves. <laughs> okay, so well. I got I, I so I got Isotoner slippers for Christmas. And they are genuinely the most comfortable fucking things I've ever put on my feet. I mm. will say anything lined with like an isotoner lining genuinely is warm and comfy. Mm. I didn't isotoner. know that slippers could come with memory foam in them. And oh, let me yeah. tell you something. These OJ slippers are the greatest things <laughs> oh, I have ever worn. My <laughs> OJ slippers. OJ slippers. Or they too are they might have a plaid pattern on them. They look like fucking OJ slippers. Would you kill someone oh. for them? Are they that comfortable? I, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they fit. My uh, slippers are right here, and they are genuine, like moccasin slippers. They're like what are they called? Minnetonkas. They, Ooh, they, oh, okay. they are. They are. They're so comfortable. Mm. And let me tell you, that may be the single best Christmas present I've gotten in years. Wow. Wow. I am a robe and one disgruntled kid in my lawn away from becoming my dream old man. Mm. I I need a lawn and I would be there. Mm. And a porch. Hey, well, I, think it was, I think it was last I year. Slab. I, have a, I have a slab. Mm. You yell people to get out of your parking lot? Those young kids get out of your parking lot? Stop skateboarding! Playing You know Just what's don't not jump on the fence. You know what's not comfortable is this jersey. I wore it to celebrate tonight. Corey, take it off. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, take it he off. just. He told us right before the show, he's like, I just wore this so I'm good and uncomfortable so I could take it off during the show. <laughs> I would like to show my nipples on Twitch. Our sex appeal. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, oh. Yeah. Hmm. He's got, I... he's got hmm. masking tape on him. I may have described Corey as my main piece and not my side piece in the group chat earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, maybe later. Uh, don't want to. I don't want to mm. blow our load at the beginning of the show. Do you know what I mean? Well, gotta, save it for OnlyFans. You got to tease some people. <laughs> got to. You got to leave them something to to watch for. You know, it's not like on YouTube where they can you know just scroll ahead. Got to make them watch. Got to make them wait. <laughs> it's better when you wait. I hate it so much. That's <laughs> <laughs> eighteen minutes and forty three seconds. If you want to hear what Corey's nipples sound like. Oh God. Do they Corey? sound like something? Is that sound, I, I assume like as soon as they're revealed, there's a bell. <laughs> they sound like yeah. Nipples. I I pierce I pierce my nipples, but instead of you know like those studs, I just put bells on each side. So when I Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, <laughs> it's festive for the holidays. Yeah, <laughs> I I jingle bells. Holidays. You know what I mean? Hmm? Hmm? For the love of God, go please tell them. me. We, please tell me Greg has a food question to, dis- to distract yeah. us. He does, Let's but go. I'm into this nipple jingle bells thing now, so we gotta wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, I'll get to our 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 good good listener Greg Osterman the third did write in a food question. He says, nice. "Does it hurt to have jingle bells dangling from your nipples?" No. God damn it! No, <laughs> no he says yeah. greetings from 2021, gentle duders. Uh, you know the drill. 
We all had a great holiday food and snacks. What was the meal you ate on Christmas and New Year's? So while you guys answer that question, I'm going to take off this jersey because it is itchy and hot and I'm not feeling it, guys. Not feeling right. it. So, Josh, Josh take it away. First, yep. For 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 what for what now? My my Christmas meal and New Year's both. He wants both, Josh. So uh, Christmas we did uh, we did a honey baked ham with mashed potatoes, broccoli, uh, steakhouse seasoned green beans, mm-hmm. uh, crescent rolls, and beer. Were the a crescent rolls grands or like a can? Uh, they they were they were they were uh, extra butter grands. Uh, because that's the only way to go. Uh, if, if that if that fat fuck isn't on there, I'm not buying them. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Woo-hoo! Yeah, yeah. If, if he if if he if there's if there's not a fat fucking white guy on there, I'm not buying them. That that's how you know that they're beautiful. <laughs> so, my pictures on all of your crescent roll boxes. Yeah, <laughs> it's me shirtless, <laughs> old enough, fucking pan with jingle bell nipples. Yeah, there you go. A hat matches my skin tone. <laughs> uh, New Year's, on the other hand, because um, Chelsea had to work New Year's. Um, so I had a wonderful Giorno heat-up pizza. Nice. Hey, those, those some of them are pretty good. Listen, you know, sometimes... I, 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 I can get down with some DiGiorno, okay? DiGiorno, if you're it? listening to this, please give me some love. There's stuff, there's stuff, uh, bacon cheddar stuffed crust, yeah, or the bacon cheese stuffed crust. The, the buffalo so chicken pizza from them is nothing short of a godlike find in the frozen food section. So yeah. that was and my their, new year's meal, Greg. I hope I didn't disappoint your foodie heart too much. And their new croissant, uh, crust is really good, Corey. When you buy, when you buy crescent rolls, do you buy Grands or do you buy some other brand? Oh, we buy Grands. Who okay. buys? Who buys generic? That, that's what I'm saying. If there's, not, if there's not a fat white guy on there, I'm not buying them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't go <laughs> when you tickle his belly, I don't want nothing. I don't want any. It'd be of fun it. to listen when to you, this because that happened you, twice now. Oh. Yeah, and when you <laughs> and if it, if it doesn't scare the living <laughs> shit out of you when you open the <laughs> open the can, oh, yeah, yeah, if it doesn't, if it doesn't open them, <laughs> most of the people in my family won't. But they give it to me, and it's just like. My dad says that he thinks I take out my aggression on him because he was like, here, Josh, you go open them, but go to the other end of the kitchen to do it. So, like, I felt like I was in that Twisted T video. I just flipped it in my hand once, bam, on the counter, and it burst open. Hmm. That's just, man, if you can't do it in one solid crack, you, you got to get working. You, you got to you gotta, you gotta work out those hands. I no, feel like nothing we like need a to solid make a video crack. of someone unwrapping one, and then like it has to have like that nuclear explosion, and it cuts back to the kitchen, and they're just covered in like crescent roll unbaked mm-hmm. goo. We should do funny videos for the intros to every single one of the video versions of the podcast. That would, right. take, that would take a lot of time. Uh, yeah, we would need to do <laughs> episodes once a month. Yeah, so <laughs> still be fun, be great. Uh. Who did, did everybody go? Did I did I miss no, anything? No, no <laughs> Josh. Josh took the entire well, time. So far. No. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Jesse, what did you eat on Christmas Day? 
So I I pretty much had the same thing uh, for the most part. Like <laughs> it was pretty pretty much ham. We had you know like with the pineapple and cherries on the outside. You know, the pineapple rings or whatever. Uh, we did that whole thing. Uh, and then um, my my mother-in-law makes some really good uh, apple, like cinnamon applesauce, like homemade type stuff. And then, uh, like, uh, what else? There, there was some, she makes a cinnamon applesauce and then uh, cranberry, I think, applesauce as well or something usually every year. Hmm. And yeah, we just we had ham this year. Usually, honestly, we have like I said, we usually have the uh, Cornish hens, but we just had uh, that. Just had some ham this year, which I was perfectly fine with because every, I always love some good ham. Every time somebody says they have a Cornish hen, I always feel yeah. like they're telling a joke because I've never or, seen or eaten a Cornish hen. I always feel like it's basically it's just a small chicken. It's I a, just you, a personal chicken. I feel Does it like taste like chicken? you had small chickens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's basically. Where, it's basically why are they hens exactly and why are they like Cornish? What? Uh, why are you British all of a sudden? Oh, I have now like a Cornish hen. I like it with a spotted tea and some crumpets. Oi, governor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, I don't, I don't know what these things are. I just eat them. <laughs> Why they're like tiny chickens. <laughs> but yeah, so we, yeah, it was you know pretty, pretty, uh, pretty basic hmm. for uh, for you know, for Christmas, but, uh, New Year's, we just ended up ordering, uh, from, from, uh, uh, Pizza Hut. We had some, uh, stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. When you kids, I guess stuffed crust is its own thing. Do you, like, you normally go stuffed crust because there's also pan, thin and crispy. I'll, I'll be honest, when, I, it, I when, we had when it's the... Pizza Hut... When it's Pizza Hut, I only get I only eat stuffed crust there. I honestly, Pizza Hut's like one of my least favorite places. Um, I honestly like uh, Domino's over uh, Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we have we have too many good places around here that for yeah pizza wise, like I we have a Jets Pizza. It's like the only one in the entire state, but we have a Jets Pizza by us that. Like if you've ever if you have a Jets pizza, like by far, you get the BLT there, and it is seriously the best pizza ever. Their BLT pizza, so good. But um, yeah. So you know, like ours ours was pretty easy, but you know, it was the we let the kids stay up until eleven, and and we ate pizza and watched movies and stuff, and then watched the new you know the New York. Uh, ball drop or whatever at it would you know ends up being 11 o'clock our time and called it a night you know i don't need to stay up until midnight uh you know like i figure once it's new year's and you know somewhere in the u.s it's technically new year's everywhere (laughs) it's good enough for me (laughs) like a true american Mm. let me tell you somewhere in the u.s it's official Let let me tell you on New Year's Eve, I went to bed at nine fifty. Oh, same, hard same. Mm, it was awesome, uh, and I yeah, woke up. At... I, I was in bed at eight forty-five, mm. and I've never felt more alive. 
Yeah, I know. I felt I felt I woke up. My kid woke me up at nine fifteen on New Year's Day, so it was awesome. I haven't slept. I haven't slept as in the last like two weeks. I haven't slept this much ever. Maybe it's awesome. It's it pretty glorious. It's overrated staying up. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, I thought you were talking about sleeping, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, no, no. I was like, "Whoa, no. whoa, now we need to stop with the personal attacks." <laughs> it, it literally sustains you. <laughs> well, there were times in my life where I I felt like sleep was overrated. I, for probably a good ten years, I probably would get like maybe a max of four hours a day. Yeah, it's called your twenties. <laughs> Enjoy it, Josh. Well, I was. It was. Dude, it was I left that light behind. Third shift, though, too. Ago. I left that behind at twenty-four. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Do we do we consider when you guys are talking New Year's dinner? Are you talking about New Year's Day or New Year's Eve? I I don't know. We didn't do anything special for either. So because they're both they're both like a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't special for either we couldn't go anywhere so what was i supposed to do special for new year's eve huh greg Who, huh? <laughs> hey, I, was, I, I was following social distancing guidelines i think i would ever go anywhere new year's eve anymore uh, like best case scenario i'd go to like a friend's house if we were the only other people there uh, yeah that's what we we uh, uh well before my friends had triplets we uh we would on New Year's and uh, just hang out, have drinks, play board games. Uh, um, him trying to get my one of my best friends trying to get his wife and my girlfriend to care about Settlers of Catan. It's a very <laughs> it's a very Ben Wyatt moment. Yeah, Except Cones of Dunshire. Yeah, mm. we're trying to get them to care about nerdy ass board games, and they're like, "We just want to watch the New Year's Eve shows," and we're like, "All right, we'll be out in the backyard." <laughs> having a cigar and drinking <laughs> so the last time i watched a new year's eve like thing like where you watch the ball drop and then you watch like the people sing and dance and stuff <laughs> the last thing i remember watching it was like the baby justin bieber was still a thing like when he was like a kid mm-hmm. and he had like if i remember correctly he had like a broken arm or he had something something was in a cast and he was singing that baby, baby, baby song to a girl like on a stool. And he was just like dancing around her, singing the song. <laughs> and just like, I just remember like, and I was at, we were at a friend's house playing some game. And she's like, this is the weirdest fucking thing to ever broadcast on television to celebrate the new year. Like you, you're peddling some kid that's past his bedtime with a broken arm. So it's like double. Like, and then serenading a girl that, Man, also past her bedtime. It's just like <laughs> ne- neither of these kids are fucking like like they should not be up. <laughs> they should not be singing to each other. He should not be making the little heart things with his hands to her. That's probably how he broke it in the first place. Like <laughs> it just is all yeah. so bizarre to me. Uh, he did that I, to I, some I girl, and her dad since. beat him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> this literally happened off stage. What you do to my daughter and just broke his <laughs> We had we had uh, our New Year's New Year's New Year's Eve we had pizza. New Year's Day we had nachos. Uh and Christmas was classic Christmas. It's just mashed potatoes, corn. Is and, nachos well, a meal? 
Are nachos oh, a meal? Oh, it, it can not, it be. Can do you believe, Corey? Do you believe? No, it's the appetizer. Nachos no, are the appetizer, dude. If this you make way, that, Corey. you can make a glorious plate of loaded nachos, my friend. That can easily be yeah. a meal. Corey, come to my house for nachos once we're both uh, safe. And mm. uh, any Mexican, any Mexican restaurant, condoms, I guess. I don't know. Oh God. <laughs> any Mexican restaurant that's like that has nachos. Usually, it's like ten bucks. And it's like supposed to be for like five people, but you can make it just you to order it for yourself. I and guess, there you go. It's a whole I meal. Guess, no, I guess I guess I lied. I guess I have had nachos for a, a meal before the Mexican restaurant. That's kind of like local to us. A local chain of Mexican restaurants has uh, chicken nachos and it's just like chicken, and green peppers and onions and cheese and jalapenos. And yeah. OK, never mind. Yeah. My my plate of nachos usually weighs five to ten pounds. Hmm. Good plate, mm-hmm. two layers max, no more than two layers. Well, I was just I was just telling Ed about the the because we that had it came up on in our chat and there's this Mexican restaurant that I that we really like that we go to in Mad when we go visit Madison, Wisconsin, and like it is like like one of my favorite. They do the whole like little strips like skinny long strips of chicken and steak on it and they just load it with everything and then you know those like the scoops not the frito scoops but the like uh the tostito scoops mm-hmm. or whatever they make uh one about the size of like your hand and they or they make like three of them and they set those on top and then one's got sour cream in it one's got salsa in it and then one's got like uh something uh, like pico de gallo or something in it this sounds like a and, uh, sounds like a it's and it's like lot. ten bucks. You you get a lot of food, dude. It's so good though sounds for like ten a, bucks. Sounds like no, a, that's a meal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, so is that is that what you ate, Joe? Is that is that your? Uh, that's it. Uh, that was it. Mm. That was that was the end. Okay. Uh, well, on Christmas we went to my mom's and she made uh, a nice. I don't, it wasn't really brunch. She tried to call it brunch. She tried to pass it off as brunch, but we had like a nice quiche, you know, a nice, a nice mm-hmm. cheesy egg quiche. We had, mm-hmm. uh, we had cinnamon rolls. We had mm. waffles. We had some ham and sausage. What time of day? No, it was like 10 a.m. That's a brunch. It is, but there wasn't any like lunch, you know? Uh, like you know chicken. what? I, I've I've learned any time can be brunch if you believe enough. <laughs> Santa Claus, <laughs> Easter Bunny, just wish your little heart out, and you can have brunch. <laughs> you really wanna? Well, one day I will share with y'all. The I'm making best brunch I've ever had. I'm making Josh a shirt that says "I believe in brunch." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be, it's gonna be one of the new designs on our store. It's gonna happen. I believe in brunch, Josh Finney. Quotes or air quotes. Put, do you believe in brunch and have like a little cartoon picture of Cher? <laughs> do you believe in brunch? Or... Do you believe in life after brunch? <laughs> yeah. There you go. Do you feel something inside you say? <laughs> I really want to eat this sausage too, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Uh, and New Year's. Got it down these mimosas. Oh God. Uh, on <laughs> what day was it? New Year's <laughs> Eve. We uh had like pizza, and my brother-in-law made like this really spicy buffalo dip and uh, buffalo chicken dip. Actually, we just put scoops in. Just and we had pigs in a blanket. <laughs> We had cheese sticks, jalapeno poppers. It was a good time. My butt was on fire for like three days, but you know, it's okay. You know, people always say that, and I've I've yet to ever experience this uh, <laughs> this spicy aftermath when I and I eat some hot stuff, mm. and I I just it just doesn't affect me. Apparently, I must be lucky. Well, you have the colon of a devil. <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> I think that's a colon of a 15-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in good shape. Don't let the cops hear you say that. Yeah. <laughs> Look I at Josh's face. Officer. Somebody please meme Josh's face right now. <laughs> swear, officer. I'm talking about my own. My colon, not his colon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm... <laughs> All right. I'm so glad this is the first show look of the at, year. Look at what you've done, uh, Greg. Uh, yeah, I'm Greg, going to yeah, jail because I answered. Greg, your you got Joe arrested for talking about 15 year olds' colds. I said a 15 year old, not a specific one. Oh, so you have I a collection of them, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Felt it happening and yeah, right. <laughs> Just went with it. Uh, man, I'm gonna have to turn the saturation down on my picture because my face is so red from laughing so hard. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Our next question comes from Luke Steiner. He says, "Hey guys, <laughs> I got an Xbox Series S for Christmas and was looking for a good Xbox podcast to catch up." On what I missed during the Xbox One generation and found yours, I always try to interact with the shows that I listen to, so I decided to write in. What kinds of game? What kind of gaming things did you get for Christmas? Cheers and Happy New Years! I'm glad I found the show. Well, I hope you enjoyed that last segment, Luke. Yeah, it's it's a, either it's gonna... if, you, if you made it this far, <laughs> congratulations! You you're are either fast. you're either a lifer now, or you unsubscribe. You're in. You're you're investigating one of us. <laughs> yeah. How about the white one with the beard? <laughs> yeah, that's all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I already talked about that white guy, guys. <laughs> yeah, that white guy with the beard is really sus on that show. Man. Oh, man. We also talked about Jingle Bell Nipples, too. I forgot about that. That was this episode, too. Yeah. This is... We're getting it all out. We're getting it all out right in the beginning of the year. Oh, so I almost forgot that we're doing a game show, a show about games. Uh, did anybody, anybody get anything cool game-wise for Christmas? Uh uh, yeah, uh, I got Man Eater and Assassin's nice. Creed Valhalla, Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, an awesome Fallout controller charger. Ooh, that I'm really, really, really stoked about. Even if the battery cover doesn't fit on my controller when I put the battery in, why not? Uh, because it's an Xbox One battery technically, and it's just like a little too big for the Series X controller. 
Oh, really? I hmm. used mine. I used my Xbox One. Yeah, but, but, well, it's a third-party thing. Oh, right? it's a third-party. Okay. Oh, okay. It's sold on the Microsoft website. Hmm. Oh, and okay. uh, I got the Halo Energy Sword Mega Constructs and the mm. uh, Forerunner Construct Mega Ooh. Constructs. Nice. So I'm really excited about those. And this uh, this wonderful Joker Amiibo. Nice. Very Put excited. it lower. Can't see it. There it is. <laughs> is he dabbing? Lower. He's dabbing. He's hip. Lower. It's lower. A, it's a dagger, <laughs> asshole. Joe, Joe, downloaded, Joe do- downloaded Fortnite a couple weeks ago, so he's all about the dabs. He knows what the dab is now. I know what a dab is. I know what flossing is. Uh, I know what brushing your teeth is. Uh, <laughs> I know what wiping properly is now, thanks to Fortnite. A lot of hygiene. <laughs> you playing? You playing with those fifteen-year-old colds? They teach. They're teaching they me so much. They wipe good. <laughs> Guys, it's it's been excellent <laughs> being a part of Boss Rush. Uh, I'm afraid that this has to be my final appearance <laughs> for uh, uh, year of investigation. <laughs> I'll see you on Thursday for Tower Casuals, though, right? You're never going to catch me. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Man. It's a a cool charger, though. I I, I It is really different. I I enjoy it a lot. I wish I had a cool controller charger because, like, I have... I I have the 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 Microsoft... one is really cool, too. Yeah, I have the, the, the Microsoft battery chargers, but... All the cool battery chargers require you to use the third-party battery. I don't really want to. So do I'll that. be honest. I mainly got this to be a controller stand because I mm-hmm. thought it looked really, and I picked that way of Christmas presents this year. Surprise! Smart. So I need to start doing that. Eventually, I'll have a. Your battery. Nana gave you her credit card again. Here, Joshy. My, my grandmother, my <laughs> sweet dear old grandmother, who we we discussed this on the episode before Christmas, always buys me a yeah. video game. And gives it to me Christmas Eve. She uh, she bought me Assassin's Creed Valhalla this year without knowing it. And uh, when you know <laughs> she she wrapped it, and, you know, didn't look at the rating. She hasn't looked at the rating in years. And she looked at it and was, was like, <laughs> oh, because she still remembers what they mean. She goes, so that's seventeen and older. I was like, yeah, I'm twenty eight, mom. And then she looked at the back to see what it was rated M for. <laughs> and titties. <laughs> oh, Joshy. And butt this game, stuff. It's rated M. For mature, for flooded gore, intense violence, sexual themes, strong language, use of drugs and alcohol, and nudity. And she just looked at it. She looked back at me. She looked back at the game. She looked back at me. And then Chelsea, God bless her, chimes in and goes, oh, that's not even the worst thing that he owns. That's actually pretty mild. And I'm like, whoa, hold up a minute here. Hold up. I play Destiny. I'm a guardian, okay? (laughs) He has another game called Cyber Sex Simulator. (laughs) Yeah, she decided to look up what Cyberpunk and Grand Theft Auto were rated for. My grandma's like, well, thank God you didn't have me buying one of those. (laughs) One of those filthy games. Because how I presented this to her was, this is a historical reenactment. (laughs) Did you tell her that the thing with Cyberpunk is you're lucky if it even works anyway? (laughs) No, no, um... Chelsea informed her that in Cyberpunk you can choose your own penis size, and yeah. at that point, my grandma, thank God, had tuned out to the conversation oh, and had started talking nice. about like soup or something. So <laughs> we didn't have to have the conversation about adjusting your dick size in Cyberpunk. 
Let me tell you that <laughs> soup is old lady code for penis size. So yeah. if it's, it's a beef stroganoff, <laughs> look out. There's a this great sweet innocent grandmother you're talking about. Mm. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> my my wife's mom makes really good beef stroganoff. This is year-old colons, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that uh, my mom's or my wife's mom makes really good beef stroganoff. So does my grandma. It's very good. And she's not even Russian. Hmm. Speaking of grandmas and, and my mother-in-law is. <laughs> oh no, it's never good when it starts out. Speaking of grandmas, <laughs> so so my grand my grandparents were over one day, and we, me and my sister were watching uh, Freddy Got Fingered. Oh God! And <laughs> have you ever seen it's the? Yeah, I think Tom everybody's Green. seen Freddy Got Fingered at some point. We're oh, yeah. watching what? If you've at least seen the trailer for Have Freddy Got Fingered, fingered, I think you. No, no, what? you've never what are seen. You talking about you've the never Tom heard Green of Freddy Got Fingered. What? No, Tom Green. Just okay. look no! it up. It's hilarious. I'm not watching anything titled "So and So Got Fingered." <laughs> sure, but you will have. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not. That's not going in my search history. Just look up. So just good. just Google search "Daddy, would you like Daddy, some sausage?" Would you like some sausage. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no! it's not especially after you just told me that's in the name of the movie. No, <laughs> so no, so uh-uh. no, so no, no. So in the so in the movie we're watching it and and there's a part when he's driving in the car and he sees uh, some farmers doing stuff to a horse on the side of the road and he stops. <laughs> My grandma just happened to walk into the living room when that part was on, and she's like, "Oh, you guys!" <laughs> she just started laughing. I was like, "Oh my god, dude, this is so weird!" And but like, I could not believe that my grandma just laughed about it <laughs> and gave us an "Oh, you guys." <laughs> I feel like I feel like Josh is learning a lot about us tonight that he did not want to know. <sighs> Uh, anyways, I got some cool stuff. I got uh, I got Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition for Switch, and I got uh, what else did I get? I got a thirty-five dollar Xbox gift card, and uh, and I got six months of Game Pass. Nice. So that was fun. Yeah, I I really honestly, other than what Ed gave me uh, a gift card uh, for for Xbox, but other than that, I really didn't didn't get any game stuff this year, um, which is fine, you know, because I the thing is, there's always like really good sales, and I'm always afraid to have people get games for me because then they. Add- end up buying it and then you know like a week later it goes on sale and could have got it for cheaper so (laughs) it's like games are one of those things where a lot of times i just like buying my own stuff for that Hmm. so but but yeah i i kind of want to get the razor thing for my phone eventually so i can you know like have the actual controller that goes on the phone to play x cloud and stuff like that i want to get that eventually but hmm. well yeah cool i got some uh, I got constructs i <laughs> did i 
No, I did not get any Mega Constructs, but I kind of already had them, most <laughs> of them. Um, I got, I think, almost every, if not every, Halo toy that's out right now in like the first mm-hmm. series. So I unboxed them all today. Uh, did you I film it? A bunch of. No, I didn't film it. Oh, Should I have? Good content wasted. Put them back. I don't back. know if it's good content. <laughs> I struggled for a yeah, while. It back. definitely would have been more of an embarrassing thing. Uh, but I have a bunch of these codes now that you can only use like one of. Um, so I'm going to have to do something with those. Um, I got, uh, my wife got me some, I have an Elite Series 2. And uh, the little back paddles on the, the come stock are a little long. So Scuff mm-hmm. actually makes some like short ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Uh, so she got me those and some new grips for the top. I like the dome tops. Uh, and they make a tall dome one that comes in a kit and it's a little squishier. So she got me that. Uh, and I got some, I got like a Halo water bottle. Ooh, I, I bought this technically for myself, but it's kind of crazy. So uh, Mountain Dew uh, started making game fuel again. I don't know if you knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, but they had a thing where I bought, so I bought a case of it on their website, right? And it has a really cool top. But when I bought it, I got this like limited edition Dr. Disrespect container of something. And uh, so I looked it up on eBay, and there's like ones that are going from anywhere from $400 to $900 to, for this like container of game fuel. So I'm really mm. glad I didn't open it. And I'm just waiting to see if those sell, and then I might get myself a Nintendo series or a Nintendo series, a Xbox series S for like a second console. If I can get $300 out of it, I would absolutely <laughs> sell a can of fucking Mountain Dew for $300. Let me tell you that I yeah. didn't pay for it. I got that for free with the other. Oh yeah. No, no, I understand so what you're like, saying. I would 100% oh, turn around and sell that. No, yeah, if it's, it. if they're selling for a couple hundred dollars, I will sell it. I, I'm watching yeah. all the listings to see if they sell. Mm-hmm. The guy, mm-hmm. if the guy sells it for nine hundred dollars, done. I'll buy it now, four fifty. Right, I'll undercut him so much as long as I'm making three digits. Yeah. I'll undercut. <laughs> if I yeah, mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I can make three hundred dollars off a stupid can of game fuel, another Xbox. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should stick a little note on it that says "Listen to Arsenal X." I should. Yeah, you yeah, it him. A little. <laughs> give him a give him a download link for a free episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Complimentary download of Arsenal X and Tower Casuals included. Yeah. They never start they never charge me for the subscription. I've been getting it for free for like months now. Come listen to us talk about jingle bell nipples, colons, that's the, and that's the idiot that spends nine hundred dollars on the Minnesota. Pillsbury Grands canisters. <laughs> oh man. Uh, this is a gaming podcast. Though. It is. In Josh, case you didn't know. I'm, I'm glad you brought we'll, that we'll up. If you if you didn't know, this is Arsenal X the Xbox podcast where each and every Sunday <laughs> night live on twitch.tv slash Boshwatch Games Live, we discuss the world of Xbox with our friends from around the internet. If you can't join us live, no big deal. You can head on over to youtube.com slash Boshwatch Games and podcast services every Tuesday to check out the show. Leave us a review on iTunes and rate and subscribe uh, on Arsenal X wherever you listen. It really helps. You can catch all of our shows on bossrushgames.com. Join our Discord. Follow us on Twitter at X, uh, Arsenal X Podcast. You can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com, like our friends Greg and Luke did, and like our next 
question person did. But we're not getting into <laughs> that right now. We're going to do that at the end of the show. The <laughs> end. The end. All right, gentlemen. It's our first episode of 2021. You know what that means. We're going to talk about 2020. Uh, <laughs> not all the bad things. Not all the good things. Because let's be honest, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Came out of 2020. But we're going to spend maybe the next 15 minutes or so talking about our favorite five Xbox games of the year. They could be new games. They could be old games, Joe. And uh, <laughs> uh, But we're going to talk about the five games that made us the happiest during 2020. Uh, you know what, Joe? We're going to go with you first. Nice. Depending on me reading the generic version of this list, am I just listing them all? Am I going down the list? Yeah. All right. You can do whatever you want, Joe. This could be as old as 2015, this list. (laughs) Jesus. So my number five, coming in number five, out of my top five, Cyberpunk 2077. It's a good game. Holding off. Obviously, the real thing that's keeping it from being at the top is just... The obvious just not it's just not there yet on a console and we're playing on a console i am yeah yep. it's playable not great so i'm holding off coming in number four this this feels cheap call of duty Warzone. they have done spectacular things for all the holiday events the game's fucking free it's a really good game for a free battle royale game you can avoid any microtransaction. None of those purchases need to happen. And there's a lot of content, especially seasonally. It was very impressive. I do want to say Call of Duty Warzone was number 12 on our top 25 list of 2020. So it wasn't only me. No. Right? Nope. Couldn't have been. No. All right. It was not only you. Um, three. <laughs> Someone needs a, I need like a graphic or something. Three. Doom Eternal. There we go. Doom Eternal. Great game. That's it. It's a really good game. Uh, they took everything that they did from the first one. It is. It's weird because it's not. It's a first-person shooter that doesn't. That you don't. It doesn't play normal. It's like this weird game of. I wouldn't even say chess. It's like this it's... weird momentum game that as soon as you stop moving, you die. And I. It, it's crazy, but as soon as you stop playing that game and you try to pick it up later, you cannot do it. I tried to pick it up to do the uh, the expansion that came out, and like I just like forget everything about how to play that game. Josh was so offended. I know Josh was so offended that he that. left. He left, <laughs> and him leaving resized Jesse's window on the stream, <laughs> so I had to resize it. Everybody, it's I love fine. it. Sorry, I love it. Um, two Destiny Beyond Light. Really great game. Uh, if you have the Series S or X version, it is a phenomenal update. Uh, it plays like a brand new game. Um, I, really, I love the direction they're going with it. Any of the people that are hating on that game right now, I would say are probably not the true fans. Uh, whatever. My number one, the most important thing, Master Chief Collection. <laughs> Been playing the shit out of this game. 120 frames a second is amazing if you have an S or an X or you're playing on PC. The updates that they've done recently as far as just the quality of life, Halo Reach, uh, 
all the extra firefight modes and everything like that, they it seems like they've put a lot of care that needed to go into this game. Supposedly should have happened probably five years ago. They got around to it, and I would say that if you haven't, for whatever reason, played this game, you don't have Game Pass. I don't know why you're listening to this this show then if you don't like any of these things. Uh, <laughs> you should play it. It's amazing. It's great. They have a season pass model. It's not only free. You don't have to pay for it. But it's uh, there's no fear of missing out. If you don't complete your season pass, but you keep playing the game, you can go and unlock it retroactively, which is another amazing thing. Uh, can't say enough great things about Master Chief Collection. Everyone should go play that. At least get some Halo love in there. It should hold you over until fall of this year. I'm done. I played some Master Chief Collection this weekend. They finally fixed the hit detection too in Halo 3 and it is fine. I noticed. I noticed right. r- real bad because I sucked real bad. It It's definitely a game that if you don't <clears throat> If you haven't played it recently, like it, it sucks for a while. You need to get at least twenty matches in before you get like mm-hmm. the group of it again. It's so slow. Like I mean, I know I've been playing Destiny and like Cyberpunk and all these other games that are fast moving mm-hmm. games, but like I was like, man, I forgot how slow Halo Two and Three were. Because like yeah, they're you're clomping around. Yeah, even Halo mm-hmm. Four is like faster, and I'm like, man, I I love Halo Four by the way. I'm going to defend that game till the end of time. The It's funny. Whenever I played Halo 4 when it came out, I liked the campaign. Like, I liked the story arc. And I love, like, the visuals of that game. I felt like the... There's several moments when you play that game where it feels like you're looking at concept art, which is kind of, like, always interesting to mm-hmm. me. Destiny is another game that every... If you stop moving in Destiny and just, like freeze frame it looks like concept art it's really mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. um so i really liked halo 4 but i never played the multiplayer because it felt so f- like foreign to me i was just like this doesn't feel like halo but now when i go back and play mcc like i really like halo 4's multiplayer i yeah. i feel like 343 is never going to get a break because i actually think that they were a little bit ahead of their time with halo 4 Mm-hmm. And it it kind of stinks because like Halo Four moving into Halo Five, like you can see that direct connection, mm-hmm. and I think most people are okay with Halo Five. Also, I'm sorry, but if I have a first person shooter and I'm a Spartan, like I should be able to sprint. Yep, yep, or, mm-hmm. I agree. Unless I'm moving fast all the time and it has like some sort of auto sprint, where if I'm like going on a straight stretch, I already start moving faster. But like that's weird. I need to. Yeah. You're literally trying to save the universe. You should be able to fucking rush. You should be able to mm-hmm. run. <laughs> yeah, that like the thing. The thing is with them is like you know say what you will about you know like whatever you know like people didn't really care for five and stuff like that and that's fine, but man like they really made Halo games look phenomenal. Like those games look better than. They, you know, they had like four, Halo and four, going, Halo know, four, four and five. Like, I just love the how everything looks in that game. Halo it's four, by far my favorite. Halo four on the three hundred and sixty looked like an Xbox One game at the time. It yeah. still yeah. looks really good. Like, it still looks good. And Halo yeah. five still looks real. Like the textures in Halo five are great. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it yeah. looks really good, good still. 
like to this day i'll go down saying that those are the best looking versions of the guns in any halo game like they're so awesome looking and i just love like the you know like the new weapons that they had brought in and stuff like that as well like i really like how things look in those games and why you know i can kind of understand why when people seen uh you know the the thing for halo infinite they were kind of disappointed with the way it looked you know because because i i think halo 5 looked looked like i i didn't think halo infinite looked bad but i think halo 5 looked better than infinite yeah to be honest with you yeah i will say that Master Chief's armor in Halo 4 and 5 is my least favorite look. Oh, see, so yeah, I think it's my favorite, I think. I it's think. a little too... I feel like it's too... I don't know. Too many pieces. It's too clunky. I like the cleaner. See, I think he look. looks I think he looks more agile and more like a soldier with those pieces. Like a he, space I will say he looks Marine. more like a soldier. So... I was I, w- I was kind of disappointed when they went back to you know the Halo Two look in Infinite, but I understand that's what people want. And like at the end of the day, it's a first person game. I don't really give a shit, right? Like I, whatever. It's Master yeah. Chief. He's cool. I don't care. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Although those screenshots they showed of the multiplayer stuff for Halo Infinite look was, good. Mm-hmm. You ready I'm for excited. them uh, layered color schemes or whatever people are pissed about? They're shaders. It's like it's the shaders from Destiny. It's like the same. I get it. Just shut the fuck up. My my biggest concern, and I love Halo, and I'm so glad that there's a community that exists that still loves Halo. But like, mm-hmm. pipe down. Let let someone make a goddamn game. Like, I don't want to go on a Halo a Halo tangent here, but like. I really just want the community to shut up for a little bit and then let them make the game that they like the game that 343 wants to make and then we can play it because there's mm-hmm. too many voices and there's too many like there's too much of a commotion like we get one little dribble of information and then people get bent out of shape about it be like you know what maybe we just wait and see what it's like before we yeah. like jump to a conclusion and if it's a 10 year game they'll fix it if it's bad when it comes out but, like, there's just too much of that. I just want people to make what they want to make, and then we'll play mm-hmm. it. And then if it's bad, we let them know, and then they can adjust it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Yeah, someone, someone else go. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I can I can go if you'd like. Um, yeah, go, Jesse. My list. Rapid fire. All right, so, yeah, Bam. so my number, my number five, and again, I basically had these on uh, Boss Rush, but my number five was Call of the Sea. Uh, my number four was Ghost Runner. Um, it was my funny. Did you three... see? Did you see Laurent's comment in the Twitter chat about Ghost Runner? Uh-uh. He said no. he turned it on and he basically got instant vertigo or something. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty intense game. It's it's yeah, it it's a pretty intense game. But I I love it. It's it's very similar to like I said on on Boss Rush. It's very similar to a Doom, you know, like Doom Eternal, where it's just you know like you've got to keep moving and it's all about precision and and constantly moving, um, and you know and kind of uh, juggling the different you know things that you got to do. It's it's a lot of fun. 
So yeah, if, like for you, Joe, if you if you like Doom Eternal, if you haven't tried Ghost Runner, I suggest giving it a try. I think you might like it. Like I said, it's kind of like Doom meets uh, meets uh, like Super Hot. <laughs> Super so, Hot's a fun game. Yeah, I, which I've I've been playing some of that lately too. But uh, my number three is Gears Tactics. Such an amazing game. I can't say enough good things about it. Um, my number two is Mortal Shell, and my number one has been uh, Watch Dogs Legions, which I've just been I've just been enjoying, just doing nonsensical, just fun stuff in that game, and I don't care about the story. And you know, I have done some story stuff in it, but but uh, you know, <clears throat> it's just just a fun fun open world game to just screw around in. It's kind of like I said on Boss Rush, like uh, Far Cry Five ended up being my game of the year, I believe that year because it was just it was the right mixture of all the things I like in a in an open world game to uh, just screw around and have fun with. So, so yeah, I'm I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping Cyberpunk once I really truly can sit down with that and you know that will kind of give me that kind of stuff as well, but that didn't really go on my list because I've just kind of been hesitant with starting that. It's kind of waiting here until we've got a, you know, solid version of it. Yeah. But I can, I, I, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm just like really excited to play it with the next gen patches. Like that's really how I want to experience it. So. It's probably the smart move at this point. Um, yeah. Josh, what about you? <clears throat> He's about to go um, into Viking mode. Here we go. Yeah, so uh, I put, I believe my exact order was, I went number five, Cyberpunk, uh, which would have been a whole lot higher. Like we've said multiple times before, I'm not going to relitigate mm-hmm. Cyberpunk point. Um, it probably would have honestly been my game of the year. Uh, I went Call to See at number four. Um, number three, I put Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And after today, I'd be willing to put it as high as number two. Um, on this list because it's it does things that no other Assassin's Creed game has really done. It really embraces the full-on action RPG-ness that the series has been trending into since Origins. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like we're kind of at a point with the series, and the Washington Post made this, uh, Gene Park made this point over there this week, about how the series kind of feels like it did, in a sense, after Unity, like, it felt like we were kind of at the conclusion of something and we were about to go into, like, the next chapter of whatever these games are going to be like. And I'm starting to see why he thinks that way. Um, despite all the praise that Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla have garnered, um, some of the best reviews in the entire series, uh, a lot of people that I've talked to have Odyssey and or Valhalla in their top five. I certainly do. I have them both in my top four in the series right now, maybe even both top three. They're too big, though. Mm-hmm. These games are too open and too massive. One of my biggest complaints about Valhalla is it doesn't feel like a world that's been lived in, whereas Odyssey, which is set in ancient Greece, 1,200 years before this, feels much more lived in and alive. Like there, It feels like there are actually consequences there, but there are here, too. I mean, like I just did a story arc where, depending on how many allies you've gathered throughout the campaigns in England will affect how easy or difficult those missions are in that region. 
Um, it's a very, it's a, it's an emotional high point in the story. And then I went right into another part, which literally had me screaming on my stream. Like, I can't believe they just fucking did this. I can't believe they did this in Assassin's Creed. That particular moment reinforced to me though, at the same time, if you're going to keep calling these games, Assassin's Creed, you need to get back to what they were in like Assassin's Creed one, two brotherhood hell. I'd even take three, which had some open world, but not a ton. Um, because they're too big for their own good now. If you're going to keep making these massive games, that's cool. Make it a different series. Like, especially the direction that they take things in Valhalla that I just hit. I'm like, I would love for this to be its own game. And I had the exact same thought in Odyssey. Like, there's no reason that, you know, we couldn't have gotten several more games with Cassandra given the implications of that ending. There's no reason why you couldn't get more of that. Right now, I see no reason why you can't do a little bit more with Eivor. Um, <clears throat> it's it's just that Ubisoft kind of boxing themselves into needlessly. Um, the current like the current day story is actually kind of interesting for the first time in forever now with the events of Odyssey behind us and now with this like confirming that canonically Cassandra was the choice, and it, you get the strong implication that uh, female Eivor is the correct choice here, like, canonically, even though you can play it as either, you can switch at any time, etc. Um, but Ubisoft games, we've said this before, all tend to feel the same after a while, in terms of how big the world is, how empty it feels, and how just bogged down with shit it is. There are so many treasures and collectibles and stuff to find. I love that I'm finding most of my armor and a lot of my weapons out in the world or I'm getting them off of enemies as I kill them. I'm not having to like constantly upgrade and dump weapons like I did in Odyssey. Um, like Your weapons are with you permanently after that. You don't ever get rid of them. You can enhance them with runes, upgrading them with materials, etc., like crafting. But I've hit the point in the game where, as you do, as one does with a Ubisoft game after about hour 20, where it becomes a grind fest for XP. And you're just simply not going to be able to enjoy the game until you grind out a bunch. And that's honestly part of what keeps it from being higher on my list. I They have that XP booster for sale now. <laughs> and that, that was the next thing I was going to go into. <laughs> so I don't know if they did it with Origins. I know they did it with Odyssey. And it was a big deal when it happened with Odyssey. That was two years ago, though. Like, And now that whole controversy is getting reignited. I thought it was ridiculous with Odyssey. But I realized why I didn't affect me in Odyssey. Like, I put 65 hours into that game before I hit the credits. At least 65 hours. Maybe even mm -hmm. up to 70. Like, to get my preferred ending. But I'm one of those, like, if there's quests on the map, I'm going to do them. I'm going to go do them all if I'm having a good time. And thank God Valhalla does not have all those listed in my quest log. Because <laughs> I literally, like, I've talked about it on the show. I legit had anxiety attacks looking at that map. There were so many quests to do. Now yeah. they're just highlighted as like little blue dots on the map. They're called yeah. mysteries. They're world events now. Like you go to that, it could be that. It could be uh, it could be an actual mystery. It could be a, it could be a crypt that you need to go explore. You know, uh, Jesse was talking about like some Tomb Raider style stuff. Like I've hit a couple like Treasures of Britain tombs that I've gone and done that are like nice. that that feel like they belong more in a, a Lara Croft game than in Assassin's Creed. But for all the praise that I can heap on this game, it just keeps falling into a trap that Ubisoft is going to have to rectify with real soon. Because even though this had the it had the best sales of any Assassin's Creed game since 2012, since number three, 
uh, in its launch month. Like in two weeks, two weeks was enough to propel it to number seven for the overall year. That's that's bonkers numbers, no matter how you look at it. That's insane. Like this was clearly a marquee launch title for next gen. It absolutely plays the best on Series X and on PS5 and on PC. Like if you're playing it on Xbox One and PS4, it probably runs like shit, honestly, because I'm even getting frame rate drops on next gen. I can't imagine what y'all are playing with. It runs uh, great on, on Series S. I can tell you that. Okay, that's good. That's good. It's We're at a point where I feel like we're about to have the same conversation with single-player games that we did about Battlefront 2 a couple years ago, where mm-hmm. the artificial XP boosters, now they're creeping into single-player games. If your game is so fucking bloated and padded with just needless shit to do that you need to sell an XP booster because... <laughs> You know players are going to get annoyed with this. It shouldn't be in the game to start with. I bought the one in Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed Odyssey, and I still didn't finish it. So it, it's it should it's bonkers. And like you look at the price of it, and it's like, wh- why would you spend this? Like yeah. they, and they they try to they try to make it better. Like they give you some helix credits to start with, so you don't feel as bad if you got to fork out a couple bucks for it. But I said this before we started. If I ever get to the point where I need to buy an XP booster in this game, I will simply just stop playing the game instead. I would rather read the conclusion on Wikipedia and watch the ending cutscenes on YouTube than do this. You know, it's just at that point, the game becomes not fun. So, like, my my thing, I'm going to keep playing this until it's simply not fun anymore. Like, and I was starting to feel like I was getting to that point before I did everything I did today. And then now I'm like, okay, I'm reinvigorated. I want to keep going. I want to see this through to the end because of the couple twists and turns, the quest lines I did today. It's just like, it has a way of, it feels really dull Mm -hmm. for a couple, like a couple of these lands just aren't interesting. I don't care about it. I literally don't give a shit about any of the characters in a couple of these plot lines, but then you get that one, you get one where just like, it tugs at your heartstrings. It puts a dagger in your emotions and you're like, shit. All right. I'm reinvested. I, I, I got to do this. I got to do this. (laughs) <laughs> I had all these and that just that sets you off down that path and they're so good at doing that it's no surprise the game director behind Valhalla is the same one who he was behind Black Flag and Origins I believe um, mm-hmm. you know, two of the more critically acclaimed ones they're also two of the ones that really focus on the characters I think that's something like I, I promise I'm done talking about this game after this but no it's, it's okay because so cool. I'm, I'm it's actually the game I'm playing right now so I mean I you know at some point, I do want to have a, like a serious discussion on this podcast about Ubisoft single player games in particular, um, and just how they all feel, how they all genuinely feel the same. They feel bloated. They're selling XP boosters in these games for God's sake. And Assassin's Creed isn't the only series that does it. They do it in Ghost Recon. They do it in Division. Mm-hmm. They do it in uh, Watch Dogs. Like you're doing it well, in fucking Watch Dogs. Like yeah. come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've 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 recently had a couple of times where I've like really sat and thought about a lot of, um, you know, like because because we've had, you know, like people we had uh, Outer Worlds come out and and, you know, and like they, they said they wanted to make like that kind of game, that Fallout kind of game, but they don't want to put all that bloat stuff in it. And they just want to make it a solid game, and I so, and I honestly think that I hope that if they do continue that, that that trend starts to pick up, because like my theory on this is like 
Okay, when you go to to a theater and you go to to see a movie, you know, some places you can pay like twenty bucks per person, and that can get you about you know, like three hour movie. Like I, and and this may be like controversial to, controversial to some people, but I honestly think for sixty dollars, if you're gonna buy a game for sixty dollars. I honestly don't think that the developers should be on the hook for anything more than at least maybe at the most a 15-hour game. So, like, I I don't I don't necessarily disagree with you. Like, it's the conversation we had with Little Ron yesterday on Boss Rush Pod about Miles Morales being a worthy experience at 50, 60 yeah. bucks for an eight-hour game. Like, just to finish the campaign, it's eight hours. There's still plenty of stuff mm-hmm. to do in there to pad yeah. it to 24 hours. My issue isn't with that or, like, with Fallout. Like, a Fallout or an Elder Scrolls, I can sit down, and if I adequately level and stuff, I can get through the main quest in those games Mm -hmm. in about 15 to 20 hours. That's fine. They don't force me to do the side stuff. In Mm -hmm. this game, you are forced to do everything, or you cannot Mm -hmm. get high enough level to do the end game. That's my problem, is when you are artificially padding your game and you're forcing me to go do things, they're not in the main quest. Your main quest is already so mind-bogglingly long, but you, even with all of that, even with freeing all the burrows, even with getting them all to align with you, going back and doing the stuff in Mm -hmm. Norway, doing stuff in other regions, which are gigantic spoilers, like, it is is mind-boggling that you would still expect more of me after that. Like, yeah. why not just get, give me some ability, give me ability points, don't give me a power level. Give me some ability yeah. points, like, oh, you finished a mission? Here's an ability point. Don't give it to me where it ties into a power level for the whole region. Be like, I don't know, like, oh, you can't get, you can't unlock these regions, like, you can't go there, put an invisible wall there or something, like, I can't go there yeah. until I'm like, I've done at least these ones, and like, it'll get easier as I've done different arcs. Like, mm-hmm. do something like that. This is ridiculous. And I, I admire that you can go anywhere in the game. I do like that. But at a certain... And you'll, like, you'll get your ass whooped if you go to certain areas. <clears throat> like, way before your time. But it is simply inexcusable in a single-player game for us to have XP boosters. For us to have an artificially padded game to where you like you have to do... I've put 40 hours almost into this game. And I'm not even close to the end of the campaign. That mm-hmm. is both weird and really disheartening to me to know that i've put all this time in and i'm not even close to the resolution like at 40 hours i was hitting the end of cyberpunk Mm -hmm. that's great and that is a world that feels alive that feels like it has so Mm -hmm. much more to do in it than this game and like the stuff i'm doing there feels meaningful too like it's affecting the world around me here it doesn't feel that way and that's i think that's my biggest problem but so to get off my soapbox AC Valhalla at number three. I got Wasteland three at number two. I talked about it a lot back in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked about that and tell me why end of August, beginning of September on this show. And then I had Destiny Beyond Light as my number one game, um, which I feel weird about doing expansions. But that's the game I spent the most time with this year was mm-hmm. Destiny. Again, if you want my thoughts on Destiny, come listen to our casuals. So. Nice. Nice. I'm done. I promise I'm done complaining about Ubisoft for this. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, and like honestly, this is why you know, I don't like... pay full price for their games. Until next time, Ubisoft. Wow, <laughs> that, was a, that was an Inspector Gadget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Doctor Claw or whatever. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, yeah. The, the the well, I just wanted to say, yeah, like with the, 
like if I was to put like the game that I played, like and I I've thought about I probably should have, but like this year, uh, Fortnite just had some amazing seasons. So like, like I can I I have to at least give it a shout out because they had some amazing content this year, and uh, they they made me play a game that I honestly did not care about. <laughs> I played it too. I won three yeah. battle royales so far. Yeah. Nice. I don't know if that means Yeah. Man, I'm I'm struggling with these windows on the Twitch on the Twitch thing. Uh but I'll just run through mine while I fix this real quick. Uh my number five for Xbox is uh Gears Tactics. Uh I wanna spend a little bit more time with it, but uh, you know, it's it's definitely got that uh it's got that gears look. It's got that gears feel, just in a turn-based uh, tactics game instead of uh, you know, whatever. It, it rewards you for being uh, tactical but aggressive. Uh, but also, if you are too aggressive, they will they will just murder you, just like in real mm-hmm. gears. So uh, yeah, I really like gears tactics. <laughs> I love the characters. I think it's great. Uh, shout out to Gears Five High Busters as well. I know it's not like a game game but it it was a it's a really fun expansion if you are into gears you should play it uh and i that's part of like the what you know josh was talking about with games being super long i'd honestly i'd rather just i wish we would get get hive busters every two years or so between like the major games instead of like you know these bloated nine thousand hour experiences that i'm never gonna finish uh bring expansions back (laughs) speaking of of bloated uh Assassin's Creed Valhalla is my number four. I've spent a lot more time with it now, and uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. I don't know if I like it as much as Odyssey yet. I Odyssey is like up there with Breath of the Wild for me this generation. Uh, it's uh, but I still like it. I, I like the Viking setting. I think it's really cool. I like how it feels more grounded than than the other ones have. It seems like. Uh, mm-hmm. Cyberpunk is number three, probably like many of you probably would have been higher on my list if it was, you know, working for most people. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one and two is my number two. It is a God. It just reminds me of me sitting in my parents' basement playing Dreamcast for like five hours a night. It just took takes me back, man. And the music is so good. Gameplay is so good. It's harder than I remember it being, or maybe I just suck. No, it's. I would say the same. It's a lot more difficult than I remember when I was playing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's just once you once you you know were engulfed in that in the in its time, it was just came so much easier. But now it's like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it took some time to get back into and like really. You know, and like still to this day, I I wasn't very good at comboing stuff then, and I yeah, I definitely haven't gotten any better at it. All I have to say is thank <laughs> God for manuals. Uh, yeah. And then my my number one is Destiny. I I, I feel kind of cheap putting an expansion on here, but I feel like Destiny, like Beyond Light, really changed how I look and play De- play Destiny. Right, like it it got me back in to really reconnecting with friends got me into like the, that, first of all, the graphical changes and the frame rate changes that the series X and S changed. It changed, changed everything about that game and just made it feel like a brand new game. 
the Deep Stone Crypt was an amazing experience with friends for the raid, and uh, I just I I had to put it on this list. You know, I I, I feel like what Beyond Light did to change the game and what how they're moving the game moving forward. And of course, we're going to talk a lot more about this on Tower Casuals at some point. Uh, but it just feels like this, if they were still with Activision, this is clearly where Destiny 3 would have started. And like, it just feels like that's, it feels like a, a, a good progression towards where they really want to go as a, I guess, independent studio. So, uh, but those are our top five. If you want to check out our top 25 list, it's on bossrushgames.com. Uh, just go to the game of the year in the featured section. It's, it's there. It's a pretty good diverse list. Uh, I know there are some surprises that were left off the list, uh, in particularly one that I've already gotten messages about. So, uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, the, what, last, what, what game? the Last of Us Part 2 is not on our list. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah so. I mean it's obvious like you know some of us don't really have I mean I got I got rid of my stuff. PlayStation to save up for a Series X right and I was like yeah. I'll get to these games when I get a PlayStation 5 at some point so. well, well and I'll be honest for me I've just that's that's a a franchise that I have no interest in yeah, I didn't. I, you I know, didn't. I just. I didn't like. The first you one, know, like so. it, that's the thing is there's there. It's hard when when there's just certain games that just aren't for. Like I mean, you know, there I because like ultimately the the main thing that I'm really bummed that I haven't been able to experience is Miles Morales because, mm-hmm. you know, I've I've been really sick of you know like the same old Spider-Man stuff. Like I like them. I, mean, I loved the new movies and everything, but. Like Miles Morales for me is really what has invigorated, you know, like brought interest back into Spider-Man again for me, and I'm really bummed that I haven't been able to play that yet. Yeah. Um. But but that you know you, I can guarantee that's the first thing I'm gonna play when I do get get a PS5, which I do plan on hopefully getting at some point this year. Yeah, I mean, if I can. So there's already like five games on my list that I would like to play when I get a PlayStation five, obviously God of war and horizon, uh, the, yeah. the sequels yeah, I played, I played the first ones both great. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Spider-Man's on that list. Ghost of Tsushima is on that list. And, uh, final fantasy seven remake is on that list. Although I hope it comes to Xbox at some point, uh, mm-hmm. because I'm trying to kind of curate the ecosystems and I would rather stay yeah. in an ecosystem than well, it- so, and for that, I'll be honest. Like, I I don't know how many games that's gonna be before it finishes. If it's gonna be a trilogy or what? Yeah. But um, like, cause I'll I'll be honest. I kind of almost want to wait with that and play it all at once. Yeah, but that that game is I, so big, and like, it's like the perfect amount of RPG for me. That first second, I actually re-downloaded yeah. Final Fantasy VII on my Switch the, because I've never original. finished it. Because I didn't like it when I played it the first time. Although I did play... The order of my Final Fantasy is 9, 8, 10, 7. Was the order I played them. So I was like... Yeah. Yeah, 7's the only one that I personally finished from beginning to end. Um, Like, I've I've watched um, X's and stuff play through, um, like, 10 and 10, 2 and stuff like that. Which I really liked those games. 
but I've never actually played them myself. Um, but yeah, Seven's really the only Final Fantasy game that I've literally ever finished or had the had the uh, interest to finish. So you you want to hear a true confession? Yeah, I've never, never played, played a Final played. Fantasy game ever. No, it's, that's fine. Dude, judging yeah, judging mean, by that, the, uh, the list you sent me for the top <laughs> five thing, I'm like, yeah, this guy's probably not playing any anime RPG. You know. Yeah, I I I rented one once for the original PlayStation. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it was like three or four discs. Mm-hmm. I I put in one disc and I watched a cutscene for what felt like thirty minutes, and I <laughs> put popped the disc out and I was like, "New game, please!" <laughs> and that was yeah. the most I've ever played one. Yeah, I I uh, uh, yeah yeah I'm sure I'm missing out. I mean, I, it, really. okay it just it depends it. on what you like, you know, play what you yeah. like, play what you like. Yeah. The same yeah, game for the past that's 20 the years. It's fine. Just play that's what you like. Thing. It's like, yeah, if you don't, if you don't like it, you're not necessarily really going to be missing out on anything because yeah. you're, you know, what's there to miss out on if, you, if it's something you're not interested in. Yeah. All uh, right. We're going to head into uh, looking forward to 2021. We're going to name three games we're really looking forward to. I know we're all looking forward to Halo. I know we're mm-hmm. all looking forward to Destiny, the Witch Queen. So I intentionally am making you guys leave those off your list, even though I know I just took away Joe's whole list. That's my list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to start this time. Okay. Because, yeah. Uh, first for me is uh, Gotham Knights, uh, the Batman game that where Batman's <laughs> dead. Uh I'm I just I, I think it looks really cool and I I don't know I I think Arkham Origins was pretty underrated I, and uh, I want to see what that team does next in the Batman universe and uh, I think you know playing as someone else other than Batman could be really cool so uh, that's my first one Outriders is number two uh, I think that game looks like generic Destiny meets the Division meets Warframe, and I'm all about it. So I will be playing <laughs> Outriders when it comes out in February. Uh, and last uh, for for Xbox stuff, at least, is uh, that Harry Potter game that I can't remember the name of. Hogwarts Legacy? Yeah, that one. I like Harry Potter. I like shooting magic out of wands. Uh, <laughs> Joe's laughing. <laughs> I just saw him laugh to himself. <laughs> uh, that's how I got two kids. Hey, uh, Jesus Christ! That's what I was thinking. Yeah. See, I like Joe. I knew I like this guy. <laughs> We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> uh, so uh, those are my top three. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff coming that. Uh, on other platforms that I'm excited for, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, people ask me on Twitter. I put posted a list of games, and they're like, "Whoop, no Breath of the Wild too." I'm like, "You really think it's coming out this year?" Because I don't. Yeah, I don't think it is. And they're like, Burp. "I think that's next year." Yeah. So. I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a new Switch announcement, and then it was something. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, be- supposedly a Switch Pro is coming in April. So that's the ru- new yeah, rumor, which... which I'm glad because my switch is like, dude, it's, it's ready. It's a launch day switch. It's, it's, it's ready. 
Okay. It's it gets so I'm, hot that like the 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 casing started to crack a little bit. Oh, crepes. Yeah. I'm just I'm just really worried though that uh, that the the rumors or like the people things people are talking about like if if like they do do the whole like how some games for uh 3ds the new version of the 3ds and the old version or whatever some of those games there was only three games play on the old one there were only three games that way though it was it was minecraft it was uh xenoblade chronicles and it was there was one other game that i don't even remember what it was so because like because like the way the how i feel about um Breath of the Wild 2 is they if if it looks exactly like Breath of the Wild 1 did but they just improve more on the uh like you know mechanics wise mm-hmm. like that's all they really need to do they don't need to make it look any better they don't need to you know my thing like is, is I, they're not going to they're not going to cut off 60 something million users though for yeah. a game that size right they're yeah. just not yeah i think this is so more like, for yeah, like I, this is more of a we want we want third party games still to be on our platform and and we need yeah. clearly need to boost the power boost the power uh yeah. to uh you know get these third parties on board mm-hmm. and yeah and just be able to have people hook it up you know feel like they can hook their uh switch up to their 4K TVs yeah. <laughs> although i but. i have booted up some switch games and they still look pretty decent on my TV although yeah. Now that I'm used to 4K, I need to. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Running Zelda at 900p at like 23 frames a second is not cutting it, guys. I mm-hmm. would. I I would actually rather, because I I find it because this is a Nintendo podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Nintendo uh, Power Block every uh, every Wednesday. I would rather have a better screen, not necessarily a higher resolution with more frames on a Switch. Because mm-hmm. it's so rare that I actually play on the TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would same. just rather curate an awesome handheld experience with a shit ton of frames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me frames. Let, let us change the field of view and stuff too. Josh, what are your what are the three games you're looking forward to the most? Um, so number one has to be Starfield. Uh, it's the first new IP from Bethesda since Elder Scrolls One back in the nineties. Uh, Is it Paul coming Mata's this year? Account, sorry, uh, if it doesn't, I'll be shocked. What? I really think I really yeah I really think this game is coming out this year. I personally was on the train that it was going to launch with the next gen consoles. What was the last game time. that studio released? Because it wasn't Fallout seventy six. What was the last? Fallout it was Fallout seventy six. They they did Fallout seventy six. I thought another yep. studio did nope. that and nope. they just helped. Nope. That was Bethesda Game Studios in Maryland, Maryland. Bethesda, Maryland? Yeah. Bethesda, Maryland. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, yeah, no, that that was the main team. Uh, part of it, a lot of it was made by their subsidiary studios in Austin and Dallas. But, no, the main studio released it because it's a Todd Howard game. Okay. So, yep. Uh, but it, this will be the first single-player game that they've made since Fallout 4. Um it's been in the works for a long time, like since before 76. We heard about Inklings of it back in like 
2016, 2017 for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought when they put out that trailer, uh, that little trailer, the little teaser where they just announced the name of it a couple of years ago at E3, and they all they said was coming to next gen and PC. They've left it really ambiguous. We now mm-hmm. all know that's when they were starting to search for a buyer that Bethesda themselves was, not necessarily Zenimax, but Bethesda was looking mm-hmm. for a buyer. Um, my personal belief is that it's going to come out this fall and it's going to be Xbox's, well, now along with Halo, it'll be their one-two punch. And we'll get to that mm-hmm. in our last listener question. But yeah, I do think it's coming out this year. Uh, Starfield is going to be dope when it happens. If it's basically Fallout or Elder Scrolls in space, sign me up for it. I'm all here. Yeah. Let yeah. me customize my own starship. Let me, you know, have space guns. I'm, I'm here. Yeah. You guys will be super uh, proud of me that I've never played an Elder. I've never played an Elder Scrolls game longer than an hour. I've never played a Fallout game. I have now downloaded Fallout Four, Fallout New Vegas, Skyrim. Just skip Fallout. <laughs> so. I'm Honestly, gonna, I'm just play Outer Worlds. I'm gonna don't try it. Play, don't even bother playing. Nope. Play Fallout. Play Fallout. You should play Fallout. I I did Fallout. not. I don't. I can't get into Elder Scrolls, but I really like Skyrim, and I realize how weird that sounds. But like Skyrim. Skyrim is the most accessible Western RPG I've ever seen. I it's also really, downloaded Ma- yeah. Morrowind because I feel like people say that that's really good too. But also, Fallout I realize it's probably played Morrowind when it was new it was good i feel well i like Elder is, scrolls online if you don't but... have nostalgia for it it is rough to go back to hmm. Hmm. fallout 76 is good now too yeah I, I think if you were to go back and play a past elder scrolls i think oblivion is the one to go to hmm. if you're going to go back before skyrim i think oblivion still holds up really really well hmm. and fallout 4 is getting that 60 frames patch supposedly here in a couple weeks so Elder Scrolls Online, I think, wouldn't be that bad, though, either, especially if you want to, if you're, like, got friends that you, that are also, like, aren't really into it a whole lot, and you just want to have something fun, you can play with friends as well, but get that whole experience, like, because I, I had a blast for a long time when uh, Elder Scrolls Online came out, like, I was playing that a lot. And I enjoyed it a lot, but I, you know, I dropped off after a while just because I didn't really have as many friends that, you know, I was playing it with and stuff. Um, but my, it was a fun game, though. My number two was 12 Minutes uh, from Annapurna. Yeah. That Ooh. was supposed to be out end of last year. Really, really excited for that. Been excited since they showed us the first trailer for it back in 2019. Uh, mm-hmm. And the voice cast, uh, James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe. Uh, I like anything Annapurna does. And my third one, uh, controversial because I'm pretty sure it's not going to make it out this year. But I, again, I've had this one staked down for a while that I feel like even before the announcement, this is where it was going to be slotted at. Fable. Uh, I'm, I'm putting it down. I think Fable is an October game this year. Um, really? But what else is... Yes. What else is there to say about Fable? I, it's Fable. I Why wouldn't I be excited? I would have pegged something like Hellblade to come out before something like Fable. I don't, don't think, I, considering we didn't even get a new trailer for Hellblade uh, um, in t- all of 2020, or t- yeah, in all of 2020, I don't think that Hellblade's coming until 2022. Um, the fact that we got like a 35 second dev diary and that was it at Microsoft Summer Event, yeah, and then nothing. Uh, I think that game is a lot farther out than we think. 
And I think that COVID has only exacerbated that. Mm -hmm. Um, It can't be easy to start a game brand new working from home or when it's still early in development. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that you're going to see a pretty, not empty slate, but I think this coming fall is going to be a little bit emptier than we're used to seeing and spring 2022. But I think like by probably, probably by like March of next year, it's going to be picking back up again. But I think you're really going to see the big, big hit from like April or May of this mm-hmm. year, if not a little bit sooner, through the end of the year. Um, but alternatively, I mean, a game that is going to come out this year, God willing, I've been saying it for six years now, Psychonauts 2. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want a more realistic prediction, Psychonauts 2 would probably be my third. Uh, okay. I mean, you really don't need anything else this fall if you have Halo and Starfield, though. It's not even about needing more this fall. It's about the console itself. And like I, t- I touched on this in my 2021 like outlook for Xbox a couple weeks ago. It's about a console that doesn't have a compelling reason to buy it right now outside of your, your old games will look prettier. It's not like a PS5 where I go pick it up and yes, it's the best place to play Miles Morales. Yeah, I can get I can get the Demon Souls remaster, which you can't get anywhere else. I can get Sackboy, which looks way better and plays way better. I'm gonna get Ratchet and Clank here in a few months. I'm gonna get Returnal, both of which are exclusive. I'm getting the promise of her we've already seen Horizon running in an engine. We know God of War Ragnarok is coming. I gotta know what's coming to Series X beyond just a concept trailer, which is a lot of what we got this year. Mm-hmm. I need to see some actual gameplay of these Series X games. So, like, I'm stoked about Psychonauts, but that's coming to every, literally everything under the sun, minus mm-hmm. the Switch. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I'm still, even though I know that Halo and I'm saying Starfield is coming, I still think they're going to be like, we're not done yet. Here you go. Here, and I know this is our last question that we'll get to, but... That's why I'm like really cementing that I think Fable will be it. I think they had Fable pegged for this long before they did the Bethesda acquisition. Mm-hmm. And it just makes sense. I mean, you want to be the place where people come to play their shooters, whether first or third, and you want to be the place where they play their Western RPGs. Mm-hmm. Why not just hit them with a barrage of games? Like, Be like, hey, we know we didn't have a lot for that first six to nine months because they're not going to. But here you mm-hmm. go. We're making it up to you now. Here's a big release. Like every three to four weeks, we're just slamming you with another big game. Why not? Yeah. I'm done. Those are those are my three games. Jesse, I said four. Yeah. <laughs> I took yes. Four. So uh, my number three um, is Hitman Three. <laughs> I've I've like. I really like the new Hitman games. Um, like they're just such fun, and like it's just it's just insane to me that like you know it's all like one one uh, story thing is just like one level, and it can take anywhere from you know, an hour plus to beat you know to to do all the missions and get out of there. Like it, it's just so like I just love those games. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to more of that. Um, my second game is uh, Resident Evil Village. I'm I'm really I'm really excited for that. Um, as a person who absolutely did not like four, five, and six, like seven for you know, like the second they went, they went uh, first person with with these games. It just I don't know. Like it just changed everything for me because I, I, it was such a good horror game that I could get over the fact that it, it wasn't 
my like wasn't the things that I fell in love with, you know, like when when I fell in love with the Resident Evil series. Um, and so like seven, I really liked a lot. And so I'm I'm just excited for more uh, first person Resident Evil. Um, and then my my number one that I'm looking forward to is the medium. Uh, I just I'm really excited about this game. It's it's intriguing. It's it's doing you know doing something new and and something well not not necessarily new but it's doing something that we haven't seen really on consoles be done and uh, and and I feel like it's just you know something that's really gonna show you know like show what the console is is capable of you know, on, on this kind of level as far as being able to, you know, do a lot of things at once and really use the power from it. Um, so yeah, those are, those are my three. There's, you know, there's definitely a lot of them of things that I'm interested in, but, but yeah, those are the, the three main ones. I'm surprised you did not say flight simulator. I, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely excited for that, but but I mean, like I'll be honest, like I, I, I definitely do. I'm glad that we're gonna be able to experience that. But I mean, and if you think about it, though, if you want to fly from somewhere to somewhere, it's literally gonna take as long as it would <laughs> in real life. So, like you know, I mean, there, there's, there's certain aspects of that game that, like you know, like it seems really cool and fun, but it's gonna, it's gonna be a long time. <laughs> you know to do certain things um but but i mean i i do i am excited for that game and i'm glad that we're going to be getting it and i'm you know i'm excited to see what you know how how the console's hand or how the console handles it um but but as far as like uh actual like content wise like you know it's it's not it's just it's not quite up there at the top gotcha you know so well joe if i'm ignoring halo and destiny i mean which I, which I, I can do i can do it i can do it scorn i mean i'm going to be honest with you those are those are the top 2 games on my list but yeah, i just figured i just figured everybody here is excited for at least halo and i know josh yeah. and joe we're excited for destiny I'm, i mean i'm sure jesse will play it a little bit but yeah, you know. So, yeah. uh, I'm with you. I Outriders. I'm very curious about. Um, I've been reading a lot about it recently. It seems like it might scratch a Destiny itch for a little bit to hit like a season lull. I'm excited about that. Uh, Josh, if if Starfield came out this year, and if if my math is correct, with Fallout 76, whatever, like they, they've had a recent history of announcing the game at E3 and then coming out a couple yep. months later. Yep. So as much as I would love to fight you on that, like it's plausible. <laughs> uh, but plausible. Anyway, since I don't have a release date, I'm not choosing Starfield. Uh, Mass Effect, the was it Legendary Edition? I'm excited about it. I want to see what it looks like. I want to see what Master looks like. Uh, I'm not going to pre-order it until I see gameplay, but I would like to... I'm very excited about that if it comes out. Um, 
I'm not doing these in any order. That's fine. Uh, Evil either. Dead. Yeah. Uh, there's a new Evil Dead game. Yeah. I will want to play it. I really like. I've played every Evil Dead game against all odds. Most of them are pretty bad, but you hear <laughs> Bruce Campbell's voice, so I will play it for that. Uh, this one looks to me more Resident Evil inspired, and if mm-hmm. that's the case. If it if it is similar to Resident Evil 4, I'm all in. I would like to play that game. Uh, so Outriders, Mass Effect, and Evil Dead are my three. There's a game I, I just thought of that I keep on forgetting about because we never we we keep on never hearing anything more about it. But I've been like excited for it for like I don't know five years. It feels like at this point. But uh, Bio Mutant is finally supposed to come oh, out yeah. this year. I so. forgot that that was the game too. There's a Which... is it $400 for the the special edition? I don't know. I I haven't really seen much about it. I like there was I I try to go on YouTube and like find like news things and people talking about like updates of things and stuff like that, but I like for the longest time it was just completely silent which i understand i think it's like the the team that's working on it i think there's only like 20 people or something maybe even less than that it's like and so like what's happening is they they basically they don't want to really say anything more about it because they don't want to make any promises and they want to be able to literally just make it you know like they don't want to say anything about it until they're absolutely certain that they're going to finish it and that they've got everything done in it that they want to do. And they like there. There's a lot about it that's very promising. Is like basically like from what people have said that have like kind of seen some of the stuff that the more you know newer things that are you know as far as where they're at right now is that it. it could very possibly be like one of the most like just insane uh games that that's just very very unexpected like i don't know but that's the thing is we i i'm we've kind of yet to to really see much more about it but it I don't know. It, it like I'm I'm just loving everything that we know about it so far and like does the special I'm edition come with one it. of them rat things? Uh, that's what I'm guessing. If it's that expensive, I'm guessing it's got to come with like a big, like biomutant statue. Or something. <laughs> I saw that Best Buy had a pre-order up for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it was. Let's see, three ninety nine. Uh, okay, which is for a new IP, which is just in. I'm sorry, like. I get it, but that's insane. I I would have a hard time p- playing three ninety nine for like a hey, if like the Halo Legendary Edition, whatever special edition comes out, yeah. I will have to really think about whether or not I'm going to spend four hundred dollars, let alone an IP that's brand new. I doubt the uh, Halo can, one is going to be that much though, right? What I was doubt the, it too. The, what was Halo Five? Like around two hundred or two fifty. Yeah, I think. Mm. Um, which is still a lot. Also, that destroy all humans one that yeah. was four hundred dollars. Yeah, it's like sixty five bucks now. That's so much. Like Destiny could probably get away with a four hundred dollar edition. 
they would never do it, but they could probably get away with it. Like that's like the game that you're playing. That's the game that you're playing. Yeah. Is like yeah. when you buy one of those. Or your I don't know, Joe Moneybags. Yeah. So That's my brother, not me. Oh. You, you have the same first name and different last name. Same names. first name, different last name. <laughs> <laughs> different moms. Uh, all right, we're going to get into our listener questions here. We have one to answer tonight. You can email the show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com, tweet at us at arsenalxpodcast, or join our Discord and uh, find us in the Arsenal X channel on the Boss Rush Games Discord. Uh, this one comes from Michael Thornburg. He says, hi, guys. I was wondering that even though Microsoft has a lot of announced games... What games do you think will actually make it out this year? Uh, well, we know Psychonauts and Halo, although Psychonauts mm-hmm. is coming to everything. Um, yeah. I don't know. Josh, I'm going to go your way first because you seem to uh, – you have the inside scoop. I love hair. the inside scoop. I, it's his hair. I think it's more of like I look at like production timelines and like kind of what we know about when things went into production and whatnot. Um, the first half of this year is going to be super-duper bleak. Like, there's, there's no way to sugarcoat that. If you're looking for actual Microsoft-made games, they're going to be scarce, if not completely non-existent. Bleeding Psychonauts, Edge 2. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, if Psychonauts makes it out in the first half of the year, I mean, there's no reason why it shouldn't. Tim Schafer just told Ryan McCaffrey that, yeah, we're done with the game. We're just in final polish now. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect this to probably be an April game, like late March, early April. I think they're mm-hmm. just waiting to see when Ratchet and Clank drops, mm-hmm. so it doesn't completely annihilate Psychonauts. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna have that, and I mean, summer is when we've heard for Flight Sim, so that summer could mean any time from like May to September in video game terms. It's probably gonna be um, August because that's when, like, usually when Xbox says summer, it like. I remember um, when uh, Gears, yeah. the Gears special or the Ultimate Edition of the fir- the remake of the first game came out. That was August. Uh, a lot of times when they say s- summer, it's usually August. But. I yeah. So personally, I think it's going to be one of those like they're going to come out on stage D three and be like, "Oh, this is available today." By the way, today on Game Pass mm-hmm. um, to just drop it because let's be real. That's how most people on Xbox are going to play Flight Sim. Mm-hmm. It'll have been out for almost a year on PC at that point. I wouldn't rule out Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition getting ported over, but again, like those aren't your big hitters. Mm-hmm. Once you hit July, though, I think it's going to be a lot more ambitious. The Bethesda sale is going to close in Q1 or Q2 of this year. Um, I have it pegged for like mid-March right now is when it's going to mm-hmm. close. That happens, you're going to get all the Bethesda games on Game Pass that aren't there already. It seems like they're adding a big one each month right now, kind of gearing up for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I think you're going to get Forza sometime late. This is, so Forza is what I think is the August game. I think Forza Motorsport is going to come out then. <clears throat> next gen, so whatever it's called, it's going to come out then. Next gen Forza in August. Uh, I think September, if Fable comes out, or even God, I mean, I could be completely wrong and it's Hellblade. I think something is in that September slot though yeah. that'll kind of like gear you up and get you excited. Mm-hmm. October is if Starfield happens, it will be the first week of October. Mm-hmm. Book it. Book it. First week of October, if Starfield happens, that's when it's happening. Because Microsoft's not going to want to cannibalize themselves because they're going to save Halo Infinite for the 20th anniversary mm-hmm. and put it out that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, I, I'd be stupid not to. almost no way that that's not going to happen. I so The marketing writes itself, right? Like, I mean, 
we could market that game at, on the yeah, 20th yeah. anniversary. The, the, the consp- the, my conspiracy is like when they miss the projected date for this year, I see. I actually think the game is done, and they they literally are just, just polishing and adding the ray tracing. Like I kind of wonder what three four three is going to do for most of the year. Like sit around and twiddle their thumbs, I guess, because that game that game is going to be finished. Well, they have like, they have what ten years of planned yeah things for this. They they're going to start I, working on that yeah expansion stuff. I'm sure. But I mean, like, so outside of like the Microsoft games, there are there are a ton of third party partnerships this year. Like alone, games that we know are either coming to Game Pass on day one or that Microsoft has the marketing rights for are The Ascent, Twelve Minutes, Fantasy Star Online, New Genesis, Second Extinction, Stalker Two, which just got a really cool like an engine teaser. That looks fucking awesome. Even just looking at the environment, I cannot wait for Stalker Two if it actually makes it out this year. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got the medium hitting at the end of this month in like two three weeks, like Jesse was saying. Uh, you've got the gunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gunk. That's what's the end of the year. That's Scorn. from uh, the, that's from the Steam World team. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, Scorn doesn't exist until they actually give me a concrete release date. That game does <laughs> yeah. not exist. Uh, I, I I simply refuse to believe it. Uh, and yeah, I mean, so they're going to really ride those third party partnerships. I feel like a lot of those are going to be in the first half of the year, those timed exclusives and whatnot. You secret neighbor or hello neighbor two is supposed to come out echo generation, like nothing that's like a big system mover, but things that are just enough to like kind of keep the hype going. Like, okay, you're in the Xbox ecosystem. Keep playing these games. This fall is I, the second halo drops. They're gonna be like, well, our one year commitment for bringing over, uh, game bringing games to both Series X and Xbox One is up, with the exception of the asterisk next to Flight Sim. Games, 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 games. Here you go. That's well, all you're getting. Like Wolfenstein Three could be getting announced. Like we have no idea what's coming from Bethesda's teams, which is the yeah. most exciting part of all this. Well, I and I think I think you know, like from <clears throat> what we from what I understand from some of the stuff that's been said recently about you know from Phil Spencer about the whole. <clears throat> Uh, Bethesda stuff is they're they're ultimately until everything's finalized, they really can't say anything. No, and legally, so he, I he think, cannot talk about it. Yeah, I so I think we're gonna get a massive. There's gonna uh, be an inside Bethesda Xbox to the day dump. that that deal closes. Yeah, I I think I think we might you know yeah. like they might even have their own uh, you know how they used to during E3 they'd have their own Bethesda like thing like I could honestly see them doing a whole like bethesda you know uh focused uh show like the the biggest question mark with bethesda right now in regards to the xbox lineup is what games are in development how deep in development are they uh because we know arcane's second team Mm -hmm. is working on something that is not uh death loop death loop and ghostwire will both be exclusive for a year to sony consoles and then they'll come to xbox what are they working on Machine Games has been pretty silent, with the exception of like they worked on they worked half and half on Cyber Pilot and on Young Blood. Um, so Wolfenstein Three is probably coming soon. Um, like, how do those fit into Xbox's overall plan? Because they are they had plans going already before the Bethesda sale was even announced. Sure, they were hoping to get that, but how does that factor in? They'll still have the marketing rights, presumably for the Witch Queen. Like, there is a lot of third party stuff coming that'll help carry that. 
But how does the Bethesda sale factor in and affect all of Microsoft's plans? Like, are they going to be able to say, okay, Bethesda's almost got these games done. Let's let those come out this fall. Let's let Starfield, Wolfenstein, and like Forza and Halo do our heavy lifting. And then we can punt Fable, Hellblade, Avowed. We can punt those down farther into 2022 to give them that extra polish that we never gave to Xbox One games. And really, like, be able to say, not only are do the stories and the performances in our games equal what a Sony title can do, it has the polish you come to expect from a Sony or from a flagship Nintendo game. That's what Microsoft's missing to get them over that hump. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to do it, you have to start this year with Infinite, with Starfield, with Forza. Like, those games, f- fucking Psychonauts. Those have to have near flawless launches to get you back into that conversation. Mm-hmm. You can't have any of this cyberpunk think, or Fallout seventy six bullshit. I think Halo is the big one. I think Halo, ha- Halo, Halo is, is absolutely the, one. the big one. That is the face of Xbox. If you, you fuck up Halo, I'll, I'm, I'm going to laugh at this point. Like if we have another Halo five campaign, I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. I'm still gonna probably like it, but I'm just gonna shake my yeah. head and go, "Well, we tried again." <laughs> Yeah. So bring it home. Sorry, bring it Joe. home. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> no, it's fine. Like I in all honesty, Dude, like, Joe knows my feelings on Halo uh, Five. And I, I, I agree. Like I it yeah. to to directly answer this question, but Josh, I would say answered the question. I there's no way that I'm gonna oh, add anything that's relevant to that other than what you said. No, it's fine. I think it's good. Um if if Halo does not Halo's not received well and I would say that could be by critics or me specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see me having the interest in playing, like, MCC or Halo 5 like I have been, like, for another, like, 20 years. Like, it's just not, it's not in me. Like, I will I will probably move on with the, my life. I don't know what I'm going to do with all this shit that I have around me to put it in storage <laughs> or something. <laughs> sheepishly put it on yeah. ebay i won't do any of those things but like it it will like it will close a franchise if yeah. it's not if this one is not if this and, one is not and I, I think joe you're you're saying it from the perspective of a lot of us who have been playing halo for i mean like most of our lives like mm-hmm. halo outside of zelda and pokemon i don't think there's a gaming franchise i've been with as long as halo i played it for the first time when i was nine years old for god's sake i turned 29 this year like literally since halo came out i have been playing this franchise Mm -hmm. and like there is nothing more ingrained in my dna of gaming other than zelda and pokemon and it's like there's never been that serious misstep with halo until guardians but like i already felt myself breaking away when reach came out not that reach wasn't good but reach is to this day the only one i've never played and beaten on day one um I was too young when ODST came out to appreciate the things it did differently. Like going back mm-hmm. to it now, I was part of MCC. I really like it. Same with Reach. Four, Destiny Light. <laughs> yeah, four, four. Like I've come to appreciate the campaign more over time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a big fan of it. Five, I have not come around on. But it's like I've spent basically the last ten years kind of being disgruntled by Halo. Like, so I'm enjoying my time going back to MCC, but. I'm I'm like I'm with you and I'm with a lot of people who are like kind of their mid to late 20s like we grew up on Halo we're all at the point now we play Call of Duty Destiny we play these more fast paced games or we've even moved on to something more tactical like Rainbow Six Siege and it's gotten to the point where 
this is the make or break moment not just story-wise but like overall game wise i can still enjoy the multiplayer but i'll tell you right now i'm playing this sucker on game pass i'm not buying it Mm -hmm. because i i I can't have another i bought a console specifically i bought the halo 5 bundle i bought the halo 4 bundle like i've bought so many fucking console bundles for Mm -hmm. these games i can't do this again yeah and have that that disappointment staring me in the eye every time i turn on my console yeah so there's too much too much emotional stock has been placed into Halo at this point. Yep. For it not to be for it not to succeed. Like if it if it is if it flops, like it will flop this hard. It will not have the, the opportunity like Destiny has mm-hmm. uh or I mean I would like to name other games as a service, but like I would say like the Siege. Division has Siege. given Siege like it's it will not have that opportunity. It's it'll have a core base of fans that'll stick around, but ultimately, like Microsoft's not going to invest heavy into something. You have had six years to make this the best it can be. You brought back Joe Staten. You brought back a lot of people who helped make Halo what it was. And we can't use the excuse, oh well, Bungie didn't do it. It would have been good if Bungie did it. Like, no, it's good that they moved on to other things. Yeah, but it's very good. Bungie's next Halo was Destiny. Like, yes, it's, like. It's it's a different skin and everything, but that's ultimately what that evolution to them looked like. Right. So Destiny Mm -hmm. could, or like Bungie could not have made Halo 4. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like, I I also think that this, and this is going to sound really controversial. I don't, I don't like this to Halo Power Hour, but I think this, I think this has to be the end of Chief and Cortana's story for good or for bad. No matter if it's good or bad, this needs to be the end of their saga, at least for like 10 to 15 years. Put them on ice because we've seen through ODST, we've seen through Reach, we've seen through so much of the expanded universe. You can have a compelling emotional story that players and fans will attach themselves to in this universe that does not feature Chief and Cortana as even like a side element. To me, to me, it's like a it's like this. It's like the Star Wars thing where it's a a yeah. big galaxy small world syndrome where like everything ties back to the skywalkers like we, we talked yeah. we talked about this like both on our bethesda mm-hmm. reactions and our halo episode things that we wanted to see and i maintain like give me another game with with buck and dare mm-hmm. give me yeah a, we said like gears blue team yeah get, let like let gears me get a third a, person a, shooter yeah. from the coalition or something yeah i or or feel, i mean just like gears yeah, like no. where they they finally shifted they're trying to oh, shift yeah, away yeah. from the old the old guard into a new guard, and you know, and if we need something like that for it, you know, so be it. Like, you know, like you said with the the Star it's, Wars it's, stuff. It's time. Yeah, it's time. I, I, I love Chief more than anything, but it's time. Mm-hmm. I think that once you play through the story arc of the the Chief campaign, something needs to happen. Where I need to create my own Spartan, yep. mm-hmm. and then I need to play with my own AI sidekick as myself. It's gonna be it's gonna be an evolution of that Spartan Ops thing from Halo Four, but like okay. m- deeper. Be better than the no, I, no, oh, I mean God. like it's it's gonna be that idea where you take your multiplayer Spartan <laughs> I know and go yes. do yes. missions with your friends yeah. and get All... probably get gear or. Shaders make or, me a canonical character like like V in Cyberpunk, or where like I have a name, Noble but Six. I create my own person, or even like Noble yeah. Six from Reach. Yeah, yeah. I, what if I, what if Master Chief dies and he becomes the Cortana? Oh Christ! I <laughs> would like never his, die. I, I would quit Jesse. playing at that point, honestly. <laughs> 
there, there are few things that would get me to quit faster than that. I don't need Steve Downs in my armor talking to me. Yeah, I, I, I love if, you, Steve. If this is ten years, I need to be able to yeah. be me. I want to. I play need as that myself. emotional yeah. investment in something other than Chief. Also, yeah. show me Chief's goddamn face before you kill him, please. No, I don't need to see his face. I do. I, I like. I him. take his helmet off as he dies, like Darth Vader. <laughs> it's Duke Nukem. <laughs> the Pillsbury Doughboy underneath. Oh god. <laughs> Uh, Cortana, Cortana kills him and he's like I want to look upon you with my own eyes and he's like with my own eyes and right before he dies he's like you're blue and then he dies good good one I, know. I quit I quit <laughs> I make jokes specifically to make Josh roll his eyes succeed I know uh but yeah, I th- I I think Halo's the big one. I I want to get away from Chief as much as I love Chief. You know, I think everybody yep. here loves Chief. We have for twenty years, but again, we've it's loved time. Chief for twenty years. You know, like it's we've just bought Chief uh, <clears throat> things. You know, we yeah. all got. I think we all all almost got the uh, the statue, the Halo the statue. statue right? Yeah, it's not even like we're God of War, where he went away for a while and then came back. Like, we didn't even have time to appreciate him being gone. He was yeah. gone for, what, four years after um, Halo 3? And then he was back in 4? Like, I don't know. In, in Halo 5, he was gone for 12 of the 15 missions. So, Yeah. Okay, yeah. in a good game. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Josh. He was replaced by the Warden Eternal. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to add to that conversation. I am really looking forward to a Wolfenstein three, though. If if that's because like what Machine Games has, when did Wolfenstein two come out? 2017? 2018? 18? 20, oh, it might have been twenty seventeen. I mean, that's four years on Wolfenstein, right? Like that's yeah, gotta be mm-hmm. ready. I was gonna ask you guys, like, what do you like if if you think this would be a possibility? Do you think there's a possibility that with their acquisition that they honestly just think about uh, rebooting the, both of those franchises again? I Wolfenstein don't think you, and I don't Doom? think you can. Yeah, I um, think they're good. Personally, yeah. with, with me, I think that Machine Games is going to... So, Corey, to answer your question, first off, it came out in 2017, so we would be four years removed from the last real Wolfenstein, because mm-hmm. Youngblood was not a real Wolfenstein game. It was a glorified add-on, which was still... I still had fun with it, but it's definitely I mean, not as good. I mean, Old Blood and Youngblood are like... You know, those are fine. Like, I, they, Yeah. Uh, Youngblood was ridiculously hard and unne- unnecessarily hard. Yeah. Especially towards the end. Old Blood is great. Yeah. I like Old Blood a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think that Machine Games probably wants to do something different. They've only done Wolfenstein since they were created. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, to me, that's the more exciting thing. As for Doom, I guess it kind of depends on if it... I can't imagine it not having plans for another Doom game. But I think that it... Because they do, do they do have a branch in Germany. I could see them letting the branch in Germany being like, Hey, you've got the Microsoft money now. We're not strapped for cash like ZeniMax was. Do your own thing. Do a small game do a do a small new franchise it doesn't god damn you it doesn't even have to be like it doesn't even have to be a shooter like (laughs) we have an abundance of shooter franchises now work on something different like do do something completely new that we wouldn't expect from id software although i would expect id to double down 
Do a new Quake. I was about to say, I, I'm like, I bet Ed doubles down and just does Quake next instead of Doom 3. Yeah, that yeah, that would be awesome. If they did Quake, I would like Quake. That would be a fun yeah. pivot because the last thing I got was Quake 4, for God's sake. See, and Quake could be Quake could definitely be one of those games that is made just for Game Pass where, you know, it's a, you know, like a heavy, heavy multiplayer game. And, you know, like, oh, yeah. I mean, that's Quake Champions right now, right? Didn't that, yeah. Doesn't that exist okay, on PC? But already? a good game. Well, I don't yeah, know. I didn't. But, I, yeah. I didn't even know that game came out. To be honest with you, I just I knew it was in beta for a while, and then I never heard anything about it again. The only reason I knew it came out is because when the Bethesda sale got announced, I want to say it was uh, Luke who uh, who told me. He goes, uh, "Dude, put Marcus Phoenix in Quake Champions now." Yeah. He's like, "Put Marcus and Sheep in there," and I was like, "Oh shit, bring that the console, yeah. put him in it." I'd be down. Mm-hmm. Put Joanna in there. Hell it's, yeah! It's their arena shooter version of Killer Instinct now, where they just yeah. keep put, adding. Put characters. fucking Conquer in there, you coward! Oh, God. Battle Royale. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Wow. Speaking of bad games, Battleborn goes offline in two weeks, guys. You might want to start playing it. Rip. Always remember the time that Randy Pitchford told me that uh, that I was uh, sucking up to reporters who were correctly calling him out on Battleborn's BS. You know what's you know what's funny though? The first the first uh, podcast I did that wasn't Destiny. The first <laughs> episode of the show was called Penguin in a Mech Suit, and it was about the announcement of Battleborn. Dude, speaking of mech suits, I can't believe I forgot this. Mech Warrior Five is coming this year to consoles. Oh yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> to Xbox, isn't it an Xbox game, exclusive? The universe. Isn't it an Xbox console exclusive? For now, yeah, it's only coming to X. It's coming to PC and Xbox. It's already out on PC, I believe, and it's mm-hmm. coming to Xbox console. Hell yeah, yeah! It's the first Mech Warrior in like ten years. Bring it on! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a I'm serious lack of Titanfall in my life right now. I know. I, that's there's a there's a there's a game that we that I'm desperately waiting for uh, announcement of a part three for. Seriously, man, I'm so ready for an actual uh, new Titanfall game. Is I well, sounds like they're gearing up for a new IP. Sounds like we're not getting Titanfall. So. I don't know. That unless sucks. they made a different, unless they made a different. Uh, team but i highly doubt yeah it's, well they've got they've got it's Apex. really annoying because like i oh man that titanfall 2 is so damn good seriously the probably my favorite game of the last yeah. last generation yeah what are you some know? uh i don't know i i'm excited for what xbox has coming down the line right like i, I all the game mm-hmm. like we went over the list on the last episode right Honestly, Where, like this is all the games that they have coming i just I would yeah. like some sort of calendar now. Yeah. You know, I would just, yeah. I, I think that's something that Nintendo has actually done really well. This gen is like, we have a calendar. I mean, yeah. Okay. Metroid prime four, whatever announced too early, but like for the most part, most of their big releases are like, Hey, I mean, look at, look at this year. Like they announced and released two games within three months, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, three games actually with, uh, with um what was the first one they did the paper mario with uh pikmin and then with hyrule warriors like within three months they announced it and released it like i would like some sort of calendar for microsoft to just say hey you know what we have announced here's what we have right like i don't know so uh but does anybody else have anything to say about this before we uh 
get out of here? Well, the, the, the only other thing I was going to mention is just like, like I, I'm kind of really hoping that, that I know like it's kind of a lame, it was kind of a lame thing and we don't really know what to exactly, um, you know, what we're going to exactly get from it. But I'm, I'm still like really hoping that the crossfire X like remedy, you know, like story, oh, yeah, I forgot that was coming story too. stuff. Like, I really hope that, that, that does well to the point of where maybe we see remedy do, you know, like be inspired by that. And, you know, maybe think of of growing or, you know, like having two different studios or something. Um, because, like, I really like what Remedy does. And, like, I, you know, as much as I love the Alan Wake stuff and all that that we've been getting recently, I kind of would like to see what they do with, you know, something else, like outside of, of what they're, you know, what they're doing right now with control and stuff. Yeah. You know, like I, I just think they're so talented that I, I just would like to see something. And and I feel like this Crossfire X is kind of give gonna give us a little hint of what, what they're capable of doing outside of just uh you know, a control type game. So Yeah. But all right, kids, uh, we're going to get out of here. I want to thank everybody who joined us for the live show. Remember, if you're not watching us live, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash Games live every Sunday to check us out. Uh, you can head it over to our Discord, hang out with some friends, play some games, find people. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at ArsenalXPodcast. Remember, if you're listening on podcast services, to leave a nice review and rate us. Give us some five stars. Not four, not three, five. <laughs> we, want, we want all five of them stars. Uh Subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out all of our content on BossRushGames.com. Joe, where can we find you? You're going to want to check those show notes for all the weird spellings of Colonel Panic. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me almost everywhere as Phantom NXS. Josh Finney. Uh, As always. Every Thursday night on the Tower Casuals and Friday on podcast services everywhere. And then you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at, at Josh underscore Finn with two N's. Count them. Two. One, two. One, two. Two N's. You can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me streaming here on Boss Rush Games Live uh, a couple times a week, I think, now. Uh, depends on what Nintendo Power Block's doing live on Monday nights. Figure that out tomorrow, I guess. Uh, I think that's it. I want to welcome everybody to the network uh, who joined it the uh, this past week. Uh, very excited to have them on board for a networking thing. So, yeah, check them out. BossRushGames.com slash the network. You can check out those podcasts. I want to thank everybody so much for watching and or listening here. Like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. Be better. Be kind. We'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. And only by Grand's Butter Croissant. <laughs> 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 Goodbye, everybody. Later. Bye.